Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for joining us on the Yankees Death Star. Uh, today, I'm doing great. We uh, played our first game. It was opening day, which is awesome. I was really excited about, and it really was a good game. Um, we'll tell you about the outcome here in a moment if you don't already know. Um, but how are you doing, Dave? Man, I am doing good. I am excited to be able to be on this podcast, especially with the fact it's called The Death Star. I mean, it's so great um, to be a Yankees fan and be able to have a podcast like this. This will be uh, a really good time for sure. Let's talk about what we're going to talk about today. Um, so that way you guys have an understanding of all the stuff that's going to happen within inside this podcast here. Uh, we're going to recap the game. We're going to make sure that you guys know what happened um, in every single inning. Uh, who hit the hit? Who had the hits? Uh, who pitched well? Uh, who played amazing on defense? And ultimately, who got the loss tonight and why they got the loss? Uh, to me, it was one of those unfortunate events, but I felt like our guys did amazing tonight. We also will be getting into the injury report because it got updated recently. Um, actually got updated this morning and we want to make sure that everybody understands what's going on with the pitching staff with our batters uh, everything else is going there all right so why don't we start in the first inning Matt this is something that I get uh, good call I, good call I, I you know some people go backwards or frontwards but I always like to start in the beginning uh, start at the tip and work its sometimes way back Sometimes I do middle out I do middle out sometimes. If you're a Silicon Valley fan, you'll know what I'm talking about. Hell yeah, Silicon cool. Valley is awesome. All right. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and get to the top of the first. Uh, Cole was pitching for us tonight. He is our uh, workhorse. He is the guy that we want to have the ball, uh, especially opening day. Um, Cole started off the inning with a 1-2-3 Um inning so it was really quick it was really fast we he got one strikeout in the inning and we were able to get into the bottom of the first very very quickly unfortunately uh Ryu was on fire as well he got uh, LeMahieu to ground out to first Judge struck out swinging and then Hicks struck out swinging um that was unfortunate but again this is going to happen in the beginning of the season guys are going to try to figure out where they're at uh where they're going to be hot spots for this year and that's just going to be that. But I am excited about this. Matt, what happened in the se second inning? Well, uh, Cole wasn't quite as sharp as he was in the first. He allowed a leadoff single to Teoscar Hernandez, uh, a single to Vlad Jr., and another single to Lourdes Gurriel Jr., which scored, uh, which scored Teoscar Hernandez. So we're down one early. Um, he got the next three guys all to get out including two strikeouts. So he shorted up at the end, but uh, one uh, one run of damage was done. Uh, then in the bottom of the second, Giancarlo let off the inning. He, uh, he had a good at bat, got good contact, uh, ended up popping out. And then again, Glaber Torres ended up with a full count, and he was able to get a single <clears throat> on a fly ball past Guriel Jr., uh, Giro Urshela faced some really tough pitches. He only got one ball, and he ended up uh, striking out swinging. And then, the Kraken. Gary Sanchez, hoping to change his fortune this year and put him back on the path that he started in 2017, hits a homer on the very first pitch he sees to left field. 
It was beautiful. I'm really happy for him. I hope we see a lot more of that. Then Jay Bruce popped out to end, end the inning. Oh, it was actually Yankees were up 2-1 to one because Sanchez had Torres on uh, second when he hit the home run. Check this out. This is what I love about Sanchez and something that I've noticed in 2019 that he was really good at is he hits a lot of bombs um, when he has two outs on the the, the board. I was really excited about this when, when Sanchez went off and he just went took this to deep left, center left. This was 407 feet. Uh, there was no doubt about it. Like even the sound of the bat was just like, Whoa. I mean, you knew the immediately what just happened, especially with the fact is, is that Sanchez has had a uh, shaky year last year. This is exactly the way he needed to start off. The very first pitch that he saw, the very first pitch he saw this year, it was gone. So I'm really excited. I love that. Yeah, like seriously. I love that it was the first pitch. He didn't hesitate, swung with confidence, and got it yeah, done. Yeah, and, and, you know, he's 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 batting in a, in a situation right now where, you know, he's batting after Stanton, Torres, Urshela. Like, he's going to have plenty of chances to do this all year um, round. I really hope that he uh, continues to be on that bottom of that order so he continues to have that opportunity. Let's go ahead and get into the top of the third. Um, again, uh, uh, Cole goes out there, and he just balls through this right here. He gets a pop out uh, to shortstop, and then he strikes out two guys in a row. Uh, he just made really, really quick work of uh, Toronto Blue Jays in the third. This is what we need to have from our number one guy. Uh, it was really great. I mean, he pitched uh, 12 pitches between Biggio and Bichette. But that's okay. That's something that is going to happen from time to time. He got both of them to strike out, though, and that was big. big. And then we go ahead and get into the bottom of, of the third. Uh, Ryu is still on the ball, um, pitching for Toronto. And uh, Fraser ground out to short. LeMayhew grounded out to third. And Judge grounded out to shortstop. So we pretty much covered all of the infield with him grounding out now. Uh, hopefully we can try to get some uh, pop in the, the next couple of innings. Yeah, that's right. Um, he threw only three strikes the entire inning and got three outs, which isn't bad. He threw a few balls, um, but yeah, he was very efficient. Um, in the top of the fourth, Teoscar Hernandez strikes out. Vlad Jr. works a walk, a full count walk. Um, Guriel strikes out, and Telez flies out to Aaron Judge to end the inning. No damage done, one one man left on. Uh, in the bottom of the fourth, Aaron Hicks struck out. Uh, we had a ground out and a strikeout to end the inning. Yeah, and Stanton's hit uh, ball that he hit to the pitcher. Um, you know, I felt like it was a good, uh, good swing. He he really went down to the bottom of the zone to go get that. I don't necessarily think that was something that he's going to be doing on a regular basis. But I was still excited that that he feels like his swing is good enough uh, to go get that on the bottom of the zone. Yeah, he didn't chase again, anything crazy. It was just maybe under the zone, but it might have caught the corner and probably would have been called a strike anyway. So it was, a, it was a really good swing. That is exactly right, Matt. So, I, again, this is something that we want to see from Stanton as he continues to progress during the season. All right, let's go ahead and talk about the top of the fifth. We were able to get Cole on the mound for the top of the fifth. Uh, we got a fly out to center. Uh, Jansen singled to left, but that didn't matter because we got two more fly outs, uh, back to back fly outs for the next two guys, um, allowing us to get out of that inning pretty quickly. Um, 
We have the bottom of the fifth now. We have Urshela flight out to right. Sanchez flight out to left. Uh, Bruce walked. That was a really big walk. I felt like it really was uh, something that we needed. Yes, we had two outs, but Frazier reached to, uh, on an infield single to third, and Bruce moved to second, so we still were able to get guys in scoring position and on the base with LeMayhew up in the bottom of the fifth. Unfortunately, DJ was unable to get a hit, but that is exactly what we need to be doing is getting guys on base for LeMayhew to give him the opportunity to do what he does so damn well. I was excited about even the, the, the thought that he could get a huge RBI here. Wasn't able to pull it off, but still a good job to get on the board for these guys. That's right. Uh, in the top of the six, Bo Bichette up. Cole went uh, right at him for the first couple of pitches, and Bichette kept swinging on the third, which was way out of the zone, but uh, Cole threw a, a really nice curveball out there. And then Teoscar Hernandez... Uh, gets on base again, and this time it's with a home run. Uh, no one on base. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. walked, and uh, at this point, Garrett Cole got replaced by Chad Green. So with Green on the mound, uh, he for the his first pitch out, um, he got uh, Lourdes Goriel Jr. to ground out. To end the uh, to ground into a double play, I should say, to end the inning. So that's pretty good when you've thrown one pitch in a game and you've gotten two guys out. That'll work anytime. That was uh, that was really <laughs> impressive for sure. Yeah, perfect. Uh, in the bottom of the sixth, Judge gets a single on the first pitch he sees. Uh, Hicks grounds into a force out, and then. They decide to replace Ryu, who I should say, I uh, meant to say earlier, uh, something they said on the broadcast I thought was pretty interesting. Ryu is a right-handed person, but he's a left-handed pitcher. And that's because his dad, when he was a kid, bought him a lefty glove and forced him to use his left hand to handle the ball. Uh, and now he's a major league baseball pro left pitcher left-handed pitcher so that's pretty cool i've heard about people tying you know their non or their dominant hand behind their back to try to become ambidextrous but uh this works and you can be a little bit more effective as a left-hander you have a little bit more opportunity just because there's fewer of them so uh but he comes out tyler chatwood replaces him um and he immediately gets stand to strike out swinging Torres reaches on a walk, and Urshela grounds out to end the inning. All right, so getting to the top of the seventh, uh, this is when Green was in the game. Again, he came in to relieve for Cole. Uh, he's still in the game. Uh, he gets uh, um, a pop-out to third. Uh, he got somebody singled to center, and Jensen popped out to second. Uh, that is when uh, Grinchik was caught stealing and that he got out of the inning really, really quickly. I have to throw this out here. I cannot reiterate how excited I am to see Sanchez make this throw. Oh, he yeah. made two outstanding plays. He hit that home run off of the first pitch he saw all year. And then he catches the first guy that tries to steal on him all year. Man, that is the way to start a season. We need to see this guy have more confidence. I feel like he's one of those guys that continues to do very, very well. And as we got into... Uh, 
the bottom of the seventh, he had another opportunity to do something big. He was the first person up. Uh, again, this is something that we, we love to see from Ch- Sanchez as he continues to um, do things. He saw four pitches on the fourth pitch. He singled, and he was able to get on base uh, on the in the bottom of the seventh as the first batter. Unfortunately, uh, Bruce flied out to right. Frazier singled, and Sanchez got to second. LeMahieu walked. Frazier to second, and Sanchez to third. And then Judge grounded out into a double play. That was very, very unfortunate. We had an opportunity to get another point on the board, and it would have made all the difference in the bottom of the seventh here. Again, we, um, I mean, we, we um, left guys on base, but we had LeMahieu up, and he had... We had one out with LeMahieu up with a guy on second. He walked. So, again, they went. I felt like they went around him in the aspect of they didn't want to go straight at him. They pitched yeah. around him, not giving him that up. one strike. Exactly. And then you had Judge that stepped up. And I, I felt like, you know, this was a great opportunity for Judge to step up and show us what he could do. But this was just unfortunate. He was not able to get it done. He got a double play. And that's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. There's not much you can do about it. But they were able to get out. Uh, the Rays, were, um, Blue Jays were able to get out of the seventh inning without anybody on, and the bases were loaded with one out. So that was a really good job by their defense and their pitching staff to be able to do that. Yeah, that opportunity, man. You would really love to see Judge deliver. I'm sure he's kicking himself now. Um, he got decent contact, but yeah, just not gonna cut it, especially with the uh, inning starting with Gary Sanchez with that single. I mean, he was booking it. I think he, he must have lost weight this past offseason because he looks slim and he looks fast. I've never seen him get to first base that fast. Um, the uh, shortstop, Bo Bichette, made a good read on it, grabbed it, threw it. Didn't look like he bobbled it or anything, but it wasn't in time. Uh, I did not expect him to run that out, and I was really impressed with him that he did. He's... Um, yeah, you're you're right. Everything about him in this game uh, is really positive. It's a shame that uh, it it didn't amount to any runs. But all right, in the top of the eighth, we got Jonathan Loizaga coming in for Chad Green. Immediately strikes out Marcus Simeon on a tough at bat, um, and then the next two pitches gets a fly out and a ground out. We're going to the bottom of the eighth. Hicks got a leadoff walk. Stanton struck out. Uh, Torres popped up, and Urshela was called out on strikes. Yeah, man, uh, that was that was a tough call too on Urshela. Um, I felt like you know there was a couple a couple of close uh, encounters. I could I could say as far as pitches go, um, but we'll talk about um, how well the the umpire did tonight because I think he did a very great job. Uh, Matt and I both really agreed that. There was only a few calls that he missed. Unfortunately uh, for us, I feel like a couple of those were against us, and there's not much we can do about that. Let's go ahead and get into the ninth inning. Uh, O'Day comes in pitching for the Yankees. This is a a move that I was really excited about seeing. Uh, He's one of our veteran guys, and his pitch is unbelievable. Let's just put it out there. It's so funky. It's so amazing. It's something you don't see in the majors often anymore. And so when you see a a side-wide arm, it's something that's fun to see. Um... We they had uh, they had a uh, Hernandez got on base again on infield single to shortstop and then they were able um, Day was able to go 
One, two, three, boom, get those guys out really quickly. We're able to get into the bottom of the ninth where, again, we have an opportunity for having Sanchez on the plate. Sanchez walked, which is cool because they didn't give him a lot of um, strikes. Uh, you know, again, it's just one of those things where they were pitching around him. They didn't want to give him anything. They knew he was the hot bat, and they'd rather deal with any of these other guys. So Sanchez walks. Talkman comes in for Sanchez, and this is where it gets crazy because I, you know, I love the aggression here. Uh, the first pitch after Talkman gets in there, he stole second. Like the very mm-hmm. first pitch, steal second. And it was like, holy cow, that happened fast. And then Bruce gets st- um, struck out swinging. And so now we have one out with a guy on second. And what does Talkman do? He steals third. He gets a, um, um, to steal third. This is, this is great. It was great. Like It put us in a position to do something great with one out. Uh, Frazier walked at that point. And Gardner comes in for Frazier to run the bases, um, which end up being uh, one of those um, um, situations where LeMahieu ended up grounded into a fielder's choice. Uh, they were able to get uh, um, Talkman at home. That just the, is the way that goes. Uh, nothing you can really do, but Gardner was able to get to second, which is big. Um, that was nice to see. Still had an opportunity to win the game here, and Judge steps up strikeout and that kind of was like oh shit here we go we're gonna give them a chance to do something here in the top of the 10th what happens in the um in the 10th inning matt uh first real quick the uh on the aaron judge strikeout it's it was kind of tough the 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 pitch right before he swung out uh struck out swinging was inside he let it go and like you were uh had mentioned the ump had been calling a really tight, really good zone. Anything outside, he wasn't giving to the pitchers. He was calling everything right. Um, and then all of a sudden, there's this pitch inside, which we'd seen very recently in the game, and he called it a strike. So then Judge is sitting on two strikes. So if something comes and it looks like it's over the plate, you have to swing on it, whether it's what you wanted to swing on or not. So that was a little bit frustrating. I'm not going to complain too much about the home because he really did. He called a great game, and that's not like he had three balls. He only had two, so that doesn't mean he automatically would have made it. But that was a little frustrating. That was really the only thing I noticed the whole game that I didn't agree with that the ump did. Um, and uh, Talkman, yeah, I just wanted to say real quick, Talkman is so much faster. He's such a... Uh, much better base runner than he looks. He looks like a, a football tight end or something. He's pretty tall. He's really beefy. And it's surprising how fast he can get going to a full sprint. And his steal on uh, second was great. Um, I'm not sure that I like the decision to send him home on that play. What did you think of that, Dave? Yeah, I that's a, that is a question, too, that I, um, especially when you get a ground, ground ball, I don't, I don't think it's a bad play, especially being early in the season. I feel like a lot of teams will make that mistake right there. Uh, but again, this is just, like you said, it was a questionable call that didn't go our way. Um, I, like, I like the aggression, um, and I like the fact that we tried for it. Um, it would have been interesting to see if you know somebody else in our, in our lineup 
I don't know, like Hicks, if he had another opportunity to bat, what he would he do? I mean, he was he was right. 0 for 4. Judge was was uh, one for for five or one for four at that that moment. So if I am if I am Boone and I'm sitting there saying, okay, there is a 30 percent chance we score on an infield um, to an infield uh, hit. Let's go for it. Like if I was Boone, I would say let's go for it, knowing that Hicks has gone 0 for four, um, Judge has gone 0, uh, one for four, and right behind him at that point, Stanton had gone. Five and zero, so there wasn't very much um, pop in everybody's bat behind uh, uh, Judge. So I, I don't point. think, I don't know if that had anything to do with it. But I feel like you know, knowing Boone and how he looks at things, I guarantee you he wouldn't have done it if he felt that there was a better chance uh, for these guys to be able to uh, score. But just our bats were just were just shaky at best in the middle of the. Yeah, I like that perspective. That make kind of makes it make more sense because he, he didn't really have a chance um but at the start you don't when you make that call you don't know if, how close it's going to be so but i get the uh, i get the decision to go for it so just didn't work out yeah and it's just unfortunate uh but then it gets us to extra innings so we only had to wait one game into the season before we got uh an extra inning game kind of cool uh it'd be better if we just won in nine um, but I'll take it. Free baseball, as they call it. Uh, we made a lot of defensive substitutions at this point. Um, let's see who's pitching. Who ended up pitching? Uh, Nick Nelson. That's right. Yeah. Uh, which we always like to see Nick Nelson because he throws some exciting stuff. Um, and what they do for extra innings now, um, for the sake of trying to make sure the game doesn't last too long, um, you know, because the longer it goes, the more chance for injury. I have to say this, Matt, and I have to interrupt here. Last year, I watched so many of these games where they started a guy on second and the innings still went to 15, 16 innings. So it's like it's like the oxymoron yeah. being like, oh, yeah, this is going to change the game. And it really hasn't. Well, because the other team still gets a yeah. chance. So their chances of scoring have increased the same rate. So they're still just as likely to be tied as maybe it's you know they each scored one instead of each scoring zero but it's still going to keep going exactly so i i wish that they would just play normal baseball and just keep it going um but anyhow they they so yeah they they give you a runner on second when you come up to bat they give you an automatic runner on second uh clean count zero outs and that's just to increase the chances that you're going to score in that inning uh and they think that means that there will be less, less innings played t- total in the extra inning games, but I am not convinced. But anyhow, that's how we do it. Uh, Grichik got an RBI double right off the bat, um, two pitches, and scores the guy that they and, had on And second. how do you feel with the uh, the ball that the way it went over Aaron Judge's head? Do you feel like he lost the ball? Like, how do you You're feel right. like that went? You know... Um, I would like to see a feed of that stays on him the entire time, which if they showed that I didn't see it because I know when he hit it, I thought in, you know, the way the camera follows the angle of the ball, I thought that judge is going to be able to catch it. Um, and it was well short of the, not well short, but it was short of the, of the warning track. 
So normally he has that kind of range where as far as he should be able to cover that distance in enough time if he reads it right. So I, I, I kind of wonder whether he was starting off in a bad position or if he made a bad read at first and couldn't catch up. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, I kind of that's what I agree. I agree with this because uh, there's something that happened. This is I've seen Judge make this play a hundred times. I feel like you know, and and right. hundred times easy, um, and again, and over the wall, over the wall, and 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 he, I just feel like he lost track of the ball. I feel like he turned around and he turned the wrong way, um, and I feel like when he did that, he recognized that he turned the wrong way, and he goes to look for the ball, and he couldn't find it. I think I think it's just one of yeah. those situations that it sucks, um, but. Again, this is the first season. There's going to be kinks like this and, and weird things that happen. And if Judge wasn't the outfielder that we know he would be, that wouldn't be something that would be a surprise that that ball dropped. But because he is so no. good at his at his position and what he does, we all expect him to make that play. Exactly. So in the bottom of the 10th, we have Julian Merriweather, which the name sounds sort of familiar but i'm not very familiar with who he is or if he's been on the jays for a long time but man he kicked our asses to put it mildly he uh he threw one ball and nine strikes for three straight strikeouts it doesn't get much better than that it was incredible, the performance he put on. We hadn't a chance. Uh, we had Hicks, Stanton, and Torres all up, all good hitters, all you know, able to hit stuff over the plate. We couldn't get nothing. So the Jays get this one. We've got uh, two more chances the next two days. So let's hope we can still salvage the series and maybe, maybe get – Two and one in the series. Yeah, man. And let's just go ahead and bring up May uh, Mayweather. Um, one of the reasons I love this guy is uh, he was drafted in 2014. And in 2013, Matt, do you know this guy went to Oklahoma Baptist? Yeah, this guy went to Oklahoma Baptist. Uh, he's a, a pitcher. Uh, obviously, he looks uh, looks like he's pretty, uh, pretty young in, as far as uh, MLB um, innings. He has only played in now nine games. He has started three games, so he has longevity if they need it. But this guy right here, to me, um, this is his first game of the year. Uh, He closed out. He um, obviously has incredible stuff. But now that I know that he's from Oklahoma Baptist University, which is uh, over uh, out in Shawnee, Oklahoma, I'm going to do some research on this guy. I know a lot of people that went there. I want to do some calls yeah. to figure out exactly who this guy is because, man, he shut down the Yankees in that 10th uh, inning. Uh, like Matt said, 9 out of 10 Filthy. pitches were strikes. I mean, unfucking believable I just, to me, like, this is something that uh, the Toronto Blue Jays just keep on pulling people out of their farm system and saying, hey, you're going to go do this, and he does it. And to me, this is exciting. This is exactly what a small market needs to have is a farm system that can keep on pulling things, um, pulling guys um, that, you know, they don't like to spend a lot of money. So why not go and spend all your money on your draft assets and making sure that you get a team like this every couple of years? And I'm telling you, everybody, Blue Jays are for real. Uh, This is not a a fake team. This is going to be one of those teams that we're going to look at and we're going to have trouble um, multiple times this year playing them. Um, I'm just... 
Did you hear that uh, Vlad Jr. Uh, is down 40 pounds from last 40 year? 40 pounds? 40. Holy and cow. he's still big. Dude, that's, yeah, that's crazy, man. Like, this is, this is what I'm saying about the Blue Jays and the Blue Jays staff is they're for real. This is not a fake team. This is not a team that people should take lightly. When they get 100% healthy and get going, uh, they got off-season signings that are going to be joining them soon. Uh, this team is for real. And to me, again, this sucks that we lost, but it is okay because this is a real uh, live 182-game season, and there's going to be a lot of losses this year. We're just going to have to figure out how to deal with them. But I still believe this team is a triple-digit W uh, team for sure. I think we'll win at least 100 games, if not more. This is going to be exciting this year, and we're going to take it as we go. And I, Matt, man, this is this is amazing. This is the year to start a Yankees podcast because this team, this Yankees team is going far and very deep into the playoffs. I, I'm, you know, I'm putting money on that the Yankees make it to the World Series this year, no doubt about it. I'm just, I'm just excited about this team. I am excited too. Um, I think that, uh, I mean, we have a lot of young guys. We had a lot of hitters come up through the ranks over the past few years, and we've just started to get um, a, a big batch of our pitching prospects starting to come up to the majors. And if that, if there was any complaints about um, the team overall, it's pitching, both starting and uh, well, our relief pitching has been great. But we do have to replace some guys that left, and we have not not just starters, but relief pitchers coming in that are in their early twenties. They've got fire, and I can't wait to see them. Um, Nick Nelson, I didn't want to. Um, Merriweather's performance to outshine him too much because after that one line drive that we kind of agreed Judge should have had, he threw, he did a similar, uh, he had a similar next three batters to Merriweather. He got the next three guys, both, all three to strike out and only threw three balls, which is pretty good too. Nine to nine, nine strikes and three balls. So he had a really good performance after that one hit. Yeah. And, and Nick Nelson, we, we've talked about him before on the show. And if you haven't heard about what we said about him, please go back into the prior episodes, um, especially last episode where Matt and I really break down his game. Uh, we love the movement on his ball, like the way that he is able to uh, get that movement like that. Uh, it's it's hard, hard pitches, too. If it was if it was softer pitches and the movement was there, it would still be sick. But these pitches that are coming out are just unbelievable. And the, the movement that you see on it, it's just great. But like Matt said, I mean, he throws out strikes out three guys in a row and only has three balls during those strikeouts. Like this is a, a real pitcher. Like this is not going to be somebody that is going to be in the bullpen for a long time. He's got the, um, the strength to be a starter. And if he continues doing this like this, he's going to make it so that the Yankees have to literally look at him as a legit starter mid season, mid halfway through the season, because I, I see what he did right here. And this excites me. Yeah, I was happy to see that there's still some potential for him to to be a starter because mostly what we've seen him in is in relief outings, um, at least as far as his major league outings. So, I mean, if I guess if Loiza isn't going to end up as a starter, maybe Nick Nelson can because I like starters and I like these young guys. And if they can do it, that'd be cool. Yeah, man, you're absolutely right. I Again, this... We have a beautiful mix of veterans and young players on this team, especially in our bullpen. 
Uh, we've got a lot of young players in our bullpen. Uh, you know, even Torres is young. I think he's only 23 years old. And it's just insane to me because I feel like Torres has been around for forever, which he has. Um, but, you know, only being 23, that means that this team has a legitimate opportunity uh, to be here for a very, very long time. And and looking at Judge, yes, you know, he's he's getting up there in age as, as far as in your 20s. Uh, but his as far as playing in the majors, he's still pretty young. As far as playing baseball, he's still pretty young. If you guys don't know where um, Aaron Judge came from, he was playing football for San Diego State, I believe, right? Uh, and uh, somebody saw him hitting the ball or whatever, and they're like, oh, you should come try out for the baseball team. Um, he does, and he falls in love with the sport. I mean, like, like whatever. I mean, that's just insane stuff. So he got drafted after a couple of years of playing San Diego State, and uh, to me, like, it was really cool that the Yankees gave him a chance. Uh, and obviously, it's paid off. It's one of those um, opportunities that I look at. And it's just neat how everything came to pass. But, man, I'm, I'm stoked for this team. If we look up, up and down of, of even having that veteran leadership in Stanton, who sometimes he's hot as all get out. And listen, when Stanton's hot, everybody knows what I'm talking about. We've seen Stanton um, hit the ball. He will hit five to ten home runs in a 15 to 20 game Um you know, time span and it will be sick. It will be boom, 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 boom. And we'll go on a, a 15 game winning streak because of the way that he hits the ball. And that's what I get really excited about with Stanton. Uh, judge the same way. They get they get on these amazing streaks that people just stop there and just watch. And I think we're all going to see that with Sanchez. We're going to see that with DJ again this year. We could go down the batting order and we could just talk about how many guys that we think are going to get 20 plus home runs this year. But the list would be too long, and it would take us too long to actually get into that stuff. But I can tell you this right now, guys. This is going to be an exciting year. So definitely stay tuned. I am excited about this team. Matt, is there anything you want to add? Uh, yeah, I agree with you about Sanchez. Uh, if there was one guy who you could, who I could choose to have a boost to their season and have an up year, it'd probably be Sanchez because I love the guy. He seems like a really cool guy, um, and we we saw the talent level and the power that he had in 2017, and I know that he's been frustrated, and the media is not very easy on him. Neither are the fans. He gets he gets booed at Yankee Stadium regularly, which is just sad. Um, it's not like he's not working hard, um, but so I was really excited to see him this game. Um, he had great at bats. He had the home run. He had another hit, and he had, I think he had a walk, um, and all of his bats were just really solid, and not only that, but uh, his game behind the plate was, was perfect. I don't remember a single thing. Uh, he threw out a runner, the only attempted uh, base runner he threw out. Um, no pass balls, nothing. Um, so yeah, I'm really happy for Sanchez, and uh, I guess I'd say uh, Clint Frazier, too. He went two for three. Um, he played a good game in the field. He had good at bats. He uh, he made the pitchers work for it. Ended up getting a couple of hits. Um, so yeah, those two especially. Um, and Garrett Cole, while he allowed a couple runs, he was still really really good. He was solid. Um, he he wasn't peak Garrett Cole, but he was really good. Um, he just had a he had a couple of miscues, and I th I was a little bit surprised that um, they took him out when they did. 
if it's later in the season and he's throwing that many pitches um, and it's a, it's a tie game or whatever it was at the time, they will not be taking him out. Um, this is just trying to ease him into the season and because uh, he could have gone easily another inning, I believe. So what did, what did you think about Cole's performance? Man, I, I loved it. Honestly, it's early in the season. Uh, he was able to get 90-plus pitches in the game. Uh, this is what we need from Cole. Uh, yes, uh, he took got taken out in the middle of the inning, which Cole does not like. Uh, he does not like being pulled out no. in the middle of the inning. Uh, but I, I think that was a good thing by Boone to let him know uh, I'm in charge. And yes, you're pitching. But when I say enough is enough, that's enough. And to me, that was a power move by Boone, uh, setting the tone of how it's going to be for the year. And to me, that was really cool to see. Uh, like you said, I think he could have stretched out one more inning but not in the beginning of the season. Let's let this guy get some, uh, you know, um, um, more pitches under his belt before he stretched out into the hundreds. All right. One thing that you brought up that I want to bring up before we get off this show. After the game, Hernandez comes out from the Blue Jays, and he said that he heard racist chants happening at Yankee Stadium towards him. Now, this is unconfirmed. I don't know if it's something that um, we'll know too much about. I am 100% sure the Yankee staff are going through film of the, the stands that they have. They're going to get to the bottom of this. If this is true, it is embarrassing. I'm embarrassed to hear it. This is not something that Matt or I uh, stand for. Any type of racism is wrong. And if you're going to chant awful things to uh, other players or to uh, other human beings that are racist, then you have no place in the game of baseball. And I would like to say to you, fuck you, get out of baseball because you're not needed. Because anything racist in baseball or any other sport is wrong. I will concur. Fuck you. And I hope that they find out who you were, if there was anyone, if it's true. I hope they find who you were and you're banned from Yankee Stadium for life. And you don't get to experience all the joys that are going to be coming up for the rest of us. Uh, you know what? Take it one more step. I hope they find out who you are and they banned you from baseball, MLB, any game across the board. Because that is something that's embarrassing to everybody involved. So, um, again, that is something that we'll stand up against. And I am for sure going to continue to follow the story as it happens and make sure that you guys know about it as well. So thank you so much for listening to the Yankee Death Star. This is our fifth or sixth episode. Matt and I are stoked to be here and we're going to continue to come at you guys after every single game. We've got a bunch of games coming up. Two more games with Toronto. Uh, I believe we have a day off uh, tomorrow. Uh, which is cool with me. I'm always off. I'm um, cool for a day off. And then we have two back-to-back games after that. It is going to get real. It's going to get fast. Stay tuned because we're the only Yankee podcast that gives you all the news and the games as they happen. There is no other Yankee podcast that does a daily podcast, especially highlighting the games that have happened, the players that are doing well, and all the Yankee info and news that you might need. My name is Dave. Thank you so much for listening to the Yankee Death Star. Yeah, and I'm Matt. And like he said, we may not have a game tomorrow, but we will have a podcast. And we'll talk about Yankees so you never have to go a day without. 